If you haven't heard yet, this year our church is going on a journey. Because we want to, as a church family, focus on our God. And last year, or not last year, sorry, last week, we talked about the importance of using walking sticks on a journey that provide balance, that can be used as self-defense, and that help us on the journey. And our walking sticks as Christians are prayer and scripture. It's choosing to intentionally know God, to make the time to know our God better so that he can hold us up, so that he can help us get to where we're going. Through prayer, through talking to God, we bring ourselves into the presence of our creator. And in the reading of scripture, we're taking the time to to learn God's story, the story that we have been invited to be a part of, the story that's written for us. And as we read scripture, we're able to better know the God who we draw near to in prayer and who chooses to draw near to us. This week, we're going to talk about presence on the journey. And presence isn't just about being somewhere. It's about being fully there. It's about committing ourselves. Because it's only when we are present and when we are committed that we can grow. But as Christians, we do not just grow as individuals, we grow as a community. Because God has called us into community. And God has called us to be present in that community. And so today's text in Galatians will hopefully help us better understand what it means to be present in God's community. And this is Galatians 6, verses 1 through 10. And it's a little different because it's the message translation. Where Paul wrote, Live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore them. Saving your critical comments for yourself. You might be needing forgiveness before the day's out. Stoop down and reach out to those who are oppressed. Share their burdens, and so complete Christ's law. If you think you are too good for that, you are badly deceived. Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given, and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. Be very sure now, you who have been trained to a self-sufficient maturity, that you enter into a generous common life with those who have trained you, sharing all the good things that you have and experience. Don't be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What a person plants, they will harvest. 
the person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of weeds. All they'll have to show for their life is weeds. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirit do the growth work in them, harvests a crop of real life, eternal life. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote that every member serves the whole body, either to its health or to its destruction. Each and every one of us plays a part in the overall body of this faith family here at St. Matthew's and in the whole of the body of Christ. Each of us plays a part either to the body's health or destruction. Being truly present is important. But all of us know that being in community isn't the easiest thing. Because when we are fully present, when we are fully a part of a community, we can't hide. Our whole selves are seen and known. The good and the bad, our strengths, our weaknesses, even our sins come to light. And that's, that's a, a vulnerable place to be. It can be a scary place to be. But we as God's children are able to be present in community and to be vulnerable, to be fully here because we aren't just any people. We are a people who gather in the name of the risen Savior. We don't live according to the rules of the world. We are called to live according to the Spirit. We live differently. We are different. But what does it mean to live by the Spirit? How can we as people choose to be vulnerable and be truly present in community? And that's why I think today's passage from Galatians gives us a good look at. And it's not, of course, a complete piece of how we can be in community and be present, but it does give us a good idea of what it means to be present with and for one another. And the first three verses in today's text talk about the wonderful subject of sin. That can be so often what we neglect in community to even bring up. Or what can tear us apart? 
And so what I love about what Paul does in the opening verses of this chapter is that Paul reminds us that all of us are sinners in need of God's grace. That all of us stand in need of Christ's death and resurrection. And so when it comes to sin, we don't let it just exist in our community. But we also don't hold it over someone's head. Instead, we as God's children, we as Christ's disciples, seek to help one another not sin. We seek to call one another to forgiveness and to full life and freedom that can be found in Christ. And we do this by bearing one another's burdens. Bearing one another's burdens can mean a lot of things. And it's not just about making sure that everyone knows that we never have to, as Christians, go through the dark times in life alone. But burdens is sin. It is reminding one another that none of us ever have to feel the weight and burden of sin on our own. That we should never, as Christians, have to feel that we have to hide our struggles or act like we have it all together. We are all sinners in need of God's grace. We come here because in Christian community, we do life together. We bear with one another in love. We hold one another accountable but we don't tear one another down. Instead, we seek to fulfill the law of Christ with and for one another, meaning to love our neighbor as ourself. To love this community that God has given us well. But as verses Four and five, the next two verses remind us we exist in this community as individuals. We together are the body of Christ, but we gather here as individuals. And so it's as individuals that it's our duty and responsibility to always be examining our own hearts and our own lives. To always be asking God where we are as individuals on our own faith journey. Of where we need to grow. Of where we need to be held accountable. Because yes, we grow as a community in light of Christ but we first grow as individuals. We first have to choose to be present to grow as individuals. Because as each of us individually grows, it affects the whole. As each of us grows, all of us grow. Because we're choosing individually to grow closer to God 
on our own so that the whole can be made better. And here's the thing that can be intimidating that verses 7 and 8 remind us in this passage is that we can think that we are being present, that we are choosing to grow, that we are taking this seriously. As individuals and as a community. But 7 and 8 remind us that we can't fool God when it comes to our faith. About about us actually choosing to take our faith seriously, about us choosing to not just be content in our faith. Because God knows our hearts, and God knows our intentions. God knows how we choose to spend our lives. And so we can't ultimately fool God. Instead, we're called to live for our Savior, to, to not just let the world catch us up in what it is trying to tell us to do and to be and how the world tells us that we can live and just take for granted what God is offering us. At some point, go back and read the chapter before today's chapter, Galatians 5. Because Paul takes the time to remind us why we should live by the Spirit. Why we should take seriously that call as Christ's disciples. Because we have been offered freedom. We have been offered forgiveness. As only because Christ died on a cross for all of us and for each of us. Living by the Spirit, choosing to take our faith seriously, is choosing not to take for granted what God chose to do so that each of us might know the depth and breadth and width of God's love for us. We can't fool God, but when we choose to, he will strengthen us and help us live by the Spirit as individuals and as a community. To strive after our Savior, to seek the face of a God who has come to us. But the thing is, and will always be, that we will at times grow tired and sometimes we'll lose heart and we'll get discouraged. We'll pull back because we wonder about being in community. We can become scared to be vulnerable, to be honest, and Making that time, that time commitment, it isn't easy. 
It's not easy. That's why I love verses 9 and 10. Because just as Paul starts to remind us how we can grow as a community and how we need to exist together and how we need to live in this community as individuals, he reminds us, don't lose heart. Don't grow tired of doing what is right. Because when we choose to come here as individuals, we come for the same reason. To know our God, to seek his face. We come as individuals and it is God who pulls us together. When we choose to be present, it is God who will form us. But we have to choose to be present. We have to choose to be a part of this community. To be willing to show ourselves. And God will hold us together. And God's spirit will bind us together and will lead us so that we can support one another through the good and the bad. And so that we can work for the good of one another, so that we can love our neighbor as ourselves, so that we can show one another throughout our lives that God is real by how we choose to exist for and with one another, with our presence. I need you. We need each other. Because God never wants us to ever feel like we have to do life alone. Here in Intersection, we always strive to be a worshiping community where we are reminded that we are found, known, and loved by God but also that we are found, known, and loved by one another. Your presence is always felt, just as is your absence. We walk together here. We pray for one another. We hold one another up. We work for the good of one another. But the thing is, we need more than just this worshiping community in our lives. We need to be present more than just here. In the Christian faith, one of the strongest ways that we can grow as disciples is in small groups. Is making the time and choosing to be present in a small group where relationships are formed around God and his word, where we are able to dig into the word with others and talk about it, where we can share with one another, where we can hold one another accountable. Because I don't know if you know this, but small groups are life changers. And if you're a part of a small group here at St. Matthew's, 
these small groups here, these Sunday school classes, they like to do life together. They like to celebrate together, to mourn together, and to walk together. And so part of the question this morning is, are we choosing to be present, not just in worship, but in a small group? Because there is a place and a space here for every person to grow and to be present. Because when we grow as individuals, we have to remember that God pulls us together. And beautiful things happen. God is made known. But we need each other. Because we can't do life alone. We can't go on this faith journey alone. We walk together. We do life together. We pray for one another. We hold one another up. And we don't leave anyone behind. So how are we individually and collectively choosing to live by the Spirit? How are we choosing to be present in this faith community. That's why I want us to think about in these closing moments of worship today. As the offering baskets are passed and as the band leads us in a final song, may we reflect on these questions and how we are choosing to be present. So I, I just invite you, when the band starts playing, to come and pray at the front if you feel led, or during the last song, if you feel led to join this faith family, to come and find me at the front. Because we walk together. So how are we choosing to be present? How are we choosing as this community to live by the Spirit? Let us pray. Lord, We know that when we come here, that you are present. Lord, we just ask that you, you bind us together, that you help us to remember that this is a holy place, that this is a holy community, that you are here, that you are with us, that we can choose to be fully present, that we can choose to give ourselves to this body. And it won't always be easy, but Lord, you are there to pick up the pieces and to remind us what it looks like, what it is to live by your spirit, to live by your word, to seek, to seek after our savior. Let's not take for granted this community and this gift that you have given to us to remind us that you are always here, that you are always good. So help us to love one another well, to pull one another up, and to help each other know that we never have to carry anything alone. It's in your son's name that we pray and trust.